Hello everyone and welcome back to the Three Guys Talk Film podcast, the podcast where three guys talk film. Today is a special one. It's, a, it's quite special? a cute one. Um, we'll leave that. special. According to our YouTube viewer statistics, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we plow on nonetheless. We do. This one's quite an interesting one. Uh, we're basically ripping off Desert Island Discs. <laughs> this is Desert Island, open parentheses, Blu-ray, close parentheses, Discs. Where we basically discuss Catchy. three films. Thank you. Uh, I will trademark that. Although I'm probably trademarking it, trademark. So we'll just not get into that right now. Either way, we are now going to discuss three films that we take to a desert island. This desert island does have some electricity, not enough for you to get a signal. You're stuck there, all right? But you've got a TV, you've got a Blu ray player, right? Not enough for Netflix, but enough for a Blu ray player. You've got no internet, so no Netflix. You've got three discs with you Blu ray discs for the Blu ray player. Makes sense. And a TV. Don't what three films are you going to take to watch for the rest of the time? Now, the way we'll do it is we'll do one reveal at a time, yeah? Okay, so, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and we'll start with you, Chris. What would be your ultimate film? What's, your, what's the, the top one? One that you can't live without? The top one, it was going to it was gonna be my number two, but I'll save number two. So the top one is going to be Hot Fuzz. Yeah, a classic. It's a classic, man. Come on, you can't. Everything about that film is like on point to the fact that there are jokes that hark back that you didn't even notice the first time around because they're revealing stuff that's going to happen later. Mm. Everything is completely self-referential. It's an entirely tied up thing. And also the plot is just stupid. Like yeah. they, re- I love the fact that they take the mick out of themselves and the fact that they say like, oh yeah, it could be all of this this reason, this reason that you, you're jealous of your sister because she's going to be selling a land and going to ruin your thing. And it's like, nah, it's just because she can make plants, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing ever and I love it. Also, Simon Pegg. I need Simon Pegg in my life. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't not. Come Bit on, first. Bit of Bill Bailey as well in there. Bit of Bill Bailey. <laughs> Bill Bailey. Bill Nye's in there. <laughs> yeah. All the people in that film, Bill Bailey crops up before oh, Nick Frost. It's like Bill Bailey. No yeah. one does me nothing. <laughs> I do love that too. Yeah. No, also, that is mean. And Yarp. Yarp. The Hound yeah, before the Hound. The hound. Yeah. 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 Or just Narp. <laughs> no <laughs> question mark. that is iconic that is mate everything about everything that film about is that's quotable iconic. yeah like just, even the bits that like people don't necessarily regularly quote just like don't want to upset the apple cart oh because we all sell apples around here don't we <laughs> you <laughs> ain't seen bad boys too <laughs> yeah. i still say that yeah. all the time i haven't watched bad boys too since <laughs> i was like nine but he's like like i haven't watched it for so long but i can still pretty much recite it word for word exactly and that's why it's one of the greatest films of all time if not the best british comedy of all time i'm putting it out there i raise your shoulder of the dead I'm no, more, more, no more i think it's but, a it's a good debate to have yeah but and pick, pick like it's literally like flip a coin on those two honestly yeah, my, my, arg- my argument for hot fuzz is pacing compared to shoulder of the dead because mm. shoulder of the dead is purely because of what it's riffing off in the fact that zombie films are always fuck boring for the first half an hour and what you can't no. say that. they they are come on Shaun of the dead is not zombies turn up it's yeah, not necess- oh, but it's, it's not genius boring. it's Don't- genius the way it's done though you I know mean, how he has the the walk to the shop to get an ice cream both times oh my god that is genius it is genius but in terms of like it just grabbing you and taking you straight away yeah i know Hoff what you mean hot was the plot of hot was is genuinely genius like, it is because it could actually be a genuine thing and then it's not yeah exactly it's just amazing yeah and it's actually it's actually quite quite brutal at yeah. times. I remember watching that when yeah. there's oh, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that one, yeah, and when the, the spire yeah, lands yeah, on his head, like eight year old me was shocked. Oh yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, oh, 
So like somehow that's like more gory than anything in Shaun of the Dead, which is literally about a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but James Bond having a spire through his face because he was James Bond. Timothy Dalton was James Bond. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. For one film, one there film you go. There's a fun fact. Yeah, that's all you need. Some might say that's one more than Daniel Craig should have done, but you move on Ooh, anyway. Anyway, uh, just moving on. Skyfall's good. Skyfall's good. Moving on to Nate Dog. Yeah. Nate Dog. Yeah, I, I thought I'd go for the uh, the obvious one first and go for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> for, yeah. Like, like, for listeners from from last week, we all know Nathan's feelings on Guardians of the Galaxy. You do, and when apparently we... all of our feelings is our favourite Marvel it is film. Our favorite, it is our favourite Marvel yeah. film. Check out the podcast so, if you haven't already. Sure. But basically, what I tried to do is I, I tried to have like a spectrum. So I, I wanted like yes. a little bit of everything. That, that's that's what was important to me as well. Yeah, because like, like you could go for like three comedies, but then what on the days where you're not feeling comedy? You know, if you're on an island. What you yeah, do? what if you don't want to laugh? You know, exactly. it's, you're in one of those movies where something's making you laugh, but you know that you you just you want to be Marty. For our southern southern listeners, that's uh, you know grumpy, that's an alternative word. But yeah, one of those you don't want something to make you laugh. You want to wallow in it. Yeah. yeah. In that case, would you have a rom com? Well, you find out what I have soon. Mm-hmm. Find but, but yeah, Guardians. Like I spoke about the actual plot of the film and everything quite a lot. So I was gonna say like to me like it's like my comfort food film. Yeah. Like when I'm ill, I put Guardians on. When I'm hungover, I put Guardians on. When I'm stressed, I put Guardians on. Like it just makes when me feel so much better. When you're hungover and stressed, you yeah. put yeah. Guardians on. <laughs> so every, every Saturday morning. So, to be fair, I'm usually one of those things or some combination. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Guardians, you just got to yeah, repeat. Just, just like, I, it's I'm on like, right now at his house. He's yeah. yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah, back absolutely. to it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got a whole room. It's just the Guardians room. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll get back for the dance battle at the end. Yeah. <laughs> if you ring uh, my doorbell, it just goes Uga Shaka. Uga. Oh my God, the soundtrack for that. I've got the soundtrack on CD. Bring the music for me, so like it also mm. bring like yeah, like, a top nice. Film. That's, and, and that's, my that's genius. Me, yeah, that's genius. genius David that. Bowie, one of David Bowie's most underrated but, ones. Believe it or not, when I said Bowie, I didn't mean. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that bit. <laughs> also, it's, it's David Bowie, mate. Girl. Bowie. Nah. Bowie. Yeah, it's got to be Bowie in it. Or is it Chris? Bouet? Because it's definitely not Bouet. Thank you. <laughs> You're disqualified. B- 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 I've always said no. I've always said Bowie. All right. See, then why why is his daughter called know, no, it's Bowie, Zoe it? Bowie? It's Bowie. No, it's, it's Zoe Bowie. It's, right. It, it's it's mm. it's whichever one Bowie knife isn't. Because it's not a Bowie knife. That's how it's I remember it. Zoe Bowie. Is this like seeing being in Sean Bourne? Like, <laughs> like Sean being like kind of both ways. Yeah, that's true. Just, Sean Bean. Post on a Twitter how you say it. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll. And I'm right because okay. there's literally a Zoe Bowie and it wouldn't make sense. Do you realize it made it at least about eight minutes before this got went off track? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's we're, fair. we're on seven minutes, 11 seconds, and we've already dis- like <laughs> descended into how do you say David Bowie or Bowie. I'm not really sure anymore, but we all know it's not Bowie. Oh, so Zoe Bowie doesn't exist. It's... <laughs> It's Duncan Jones's middle name, so I think he went. So <laughs> no, no, did he go by Zowie Bowie? Z- Zowie Bowie. Zowie Bowie. Is so you're saying that the foundation of your whole argument does not exist? Yes. Welcome to uni, folks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, welcome to politics, mate. George White. Now let's make this political, right? <laughs> no, just uh, my first film is my favourite film, Lost in Translation. Okay. It's a beautiful film. Uh, it's perfect. Well, I'm talking earlier about you know wallowing in self pity and you know uh, in my circuit board city tonight. 
one bats reference for you out there. Yeah, uh, but no, it's it's just one of those films. It's like it's so melancholy. And if I'm on a des- you know a desert island by myself for the rest of time, probably not going to be feeling too great. Start with you know what I mean. I'm going to feel a bit bit of an, an existential crisis. And that's the perfect existential crisis film because it's all about not knowing what you want to do in life. If you're yeah. on a desert island, you don't know what to do. You, you, you're there thinking, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Perfect. And, yeah, it just it just speaks, speaks to me more than any other film has. And I love it. It's a masterpiece. Anyone who says it's boring clearly hasn't been in crippling depression. No. Uh, clearly hasn't been in the situation to properly appreciate it. Cause, yeah, you haven't been depressed, you loser. Yeah, exactly. Get with it. Ha, <laughs> sucker. But no, honestly, like, when it's, it's the 10th best film of the 21st century. Empire approved that. Empire approved. Uh, they did also approve that Mad Max was top, but yeah, Which is we've just had this lies. debate. We've had it's this debate. It's just lies. Um, it's fine. But it is exactly. an, it's an incredible film. Exactly. It's not first, is it? No. Oh. Although I, I, I do quote it quite a lot. I always do the, what a lovely day. I do that like quite a lot. What a lovely day. Yeah. But other than that, so, so yeah, my second film is... No, it's not. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's just a beautiful film. And uh, I never actually recommend that anyone watches it because if I recommend it and they're like, oh, it's boring, then I will kick off. So don't that's watch that, it. That. It's my film. So, like, I'm I, like that with Endeavour, the TV show. I'll get watching that tonight. No, please don't. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> is it just like a slow burn? Because I'm usually okay with things like that. It's... Honestly, it's not like any other film that I've watched, to be fair. Yeah, I need it's, to watch it. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a work of art. It's on my list. Do it as a slow burn. The Departed, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg. Is that what you're going for? No. Okay. But it's just a slow burn. <laughs> I just want oh, to... cheers. <laughs> other, other slow burns include. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, like, I just like that film. I don't like it enough to be a top three, but it's an honourable mention. I need to watch it. It's a really fair. class film. Honourable mentions would be good. Yeah, we'll drop them in the end. So my number two is surprisingly a super film. What? Nate Dog. No. <laughs> it is. Spider-Man. Oh, of course. Spider-Man. Yeah, why were you even sure? Because <laughs> of course why it is. Why were you sure, yeah. I love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse so much. After the shit I've put up with you for the last two <laughs> podcasts, even the podcast that we lost where you said that all comic book films should stop. They should. You, I have, the, you have the audacity to come on here. <laughs> no, I agree they should stop. And unfortunately, yeah, and listeners even... at home, you're not going to be able to realise why because it's too long. But... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a true gem. It manages, it's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It manages to get teamwork throughout perfectly where they don't actually bicker that much. There's that like, little scene where like they're like, go home, Miles, and then Miles comes back anyway and it's like, oh, Miles, you scamp. Yeah, um, and that's 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 cute because they're doing it to look after him. Yeah, it's not like a, we hate you. It's a, They're yeah. trying to look after him, which is quite nice. I like the fact that they're more experienced by the people. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that because they could have done it, it as it, like everyone's origin story, which and I like the fact Peter Parker died straight away. I thought yeah, that, that was, was such cool. a curveball. Chris Pine just got oh. knocked out, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. then Nick from New Girl is Peter Parker. Yes, <laughs> yeah, a lot of heart in it as well. Like, so like, much, like, I cried so much. So many nice messages and yeah, I cry in that film every time. It's the dad bit. Oh, it's that dad, dad bit, bit when he's outside the door. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Like that, I can't deal. That, that that whole message of like anyone could be Spider-Man, yeah. you could be Spider-Man. Like, yeah, and, I love that bit yeah. where it's, it's like Nick from New Girl doing the voiceover. Yeah. And it's like, what's what's that line? I don't know. Also, it's got one of the best scenes ever, which is when... It's a leap pre- of faith, that's it. Yeah, it's a leap yeah, of faith. Just leap yeah. faith so the best scene in any superhero film, don't even fight me. When he's which dropping is, down. No, no, no. It's when they go to break it into um, the laboratory. Laboratory, laboratory, laboratoire, laboratoire, um, and they 
like you have that little montage and then it's just like I got it handled buddy Poof, everything is fine yeah that is and so it's true just amazing oh that so, I, I, I'm with you when, when, like, when he first when he like he basically be, when Miles becomes Spider-Man oh, and so he does good. the leap yeah, of faith yeah, when, when he's, like, it's, it's like, like what's up danger what's yeah. up danger oh, oh mate when, when it hits the bottom and the music kicks in yeah. Yeah. oh and yeah. speaking of soundtracks my god yeah you get a, the perfect yeah. soundtrack there as well I mean yeah. Post Malone yeah, it, I don't even like Post Malone, but I like him. Yeah, he like, made me that yeah. film made me like. It's like Post the Malone. only Post Malone that I really like. Now, what's we should listen to Circles. Circles is good. Yeah. It's just yeah. a class. It's film, just it? it's it's got everything. Yeah. Stealing a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, like as as a as a, a Spider Man stand, such as myself, like the way that it played with like the mm. fact that it knew that you'd seen. This is a thing, Circles and I won't talk about Spider Man. You know, Homecoming or Far From Home again, but. No. It gave me the feels, you know, the Spider-Man feels. The like, nostalgia. No other the superhero manages to give me that, give me the feels. But yeah. that that film did it. It nailed it in a way that. I, yeah. I, I've only felt like the way I felt in Spider-Verse one other time, and it was in Force Awakens. Yeah. Just yeah. That, like oh, sheer nostalgia. Yes. Yeah, just, just like like the, the second that I saw. Well, pretty much from the second it started, when it just started doing the intro, like, or like when he, he rips off the Spider-Man Three dance, I was just like, yeah. I fucking love this yes. film. Like, I, I, yeah. I did that dance. Just like, just yeah, like, I love the meta, yeah, like, the meta of it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what one less real this time. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That like, that that was an honorable mention for me. I was stuck between that and Guardians because I, I needed fair. a comic book film. Yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have made it in for me if you hadn't yeah. chosen it already. Yeah. yeah. No, I just I love it so much. Anyway, Nate Dog, Nate Doggy Dog. My second one is Pulp Fiction. Ugh. I haven't what? seen it, I so I, I can't. What? It's Tarantino's masterpiece. And it sucks. I watched Inglorious Bastards recently. That is quality. Pulp, that... Pulp Fiction is a lot better. It's not. Ooh, I haven't heard that. It's not. It's worse. I've heard that actually Django's his best one. I disagree. It depends how much action you're looking for. I'm not that bothered. I liked Inglorious Bastards because yeah. nothing happens and it's you'll so like, gripping. You'll like Hateful Eight for that exact reason. Oh, hate, no, don't. Does Hateful Eight have Christoph Waltz in? Yes. Hateful okay, then I'm, so I'm interested. Then. I love Hateful Eight. So I feel like this is where we're going to have this argument because, yeah. like, again, the, again. The, 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 <laughs> there's two types of Tarantino yeah. for me. There's the really, really, really talky ones that are like set in like two locations, yeah. or there's the like multiple things and we're all going to weave it in and it's all going to be like high action high intensity but also you can have this character here and this character here, and then it all comes together at the end and then yeah. there's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and then there's that which garbage which is a bit of both bit you of neither I hate that film leave that film alone no it's trash anyway back to so uh, Pulp Fiction yeah. Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's just say T- Tarantino is my favourite director I think I've said that on here before as well but yes. um, like and this is for, for me his best film and it's just I don't think I don't think there's better dialogue in any film than in this one like like I, I could sit and listen to, oh, I just forget the characters' names. It's because the dialogue's so gripping. Oh, mm. the like, characters are clearly because like, I'm, cause I'm so gripped by the dialogue, I forget everything. <laughs> by the way, Samuel Jackson and uh, John Travolta, their characters. Vince Vega, that's that's. It's a good Vega. name. Yeah, it's a good name. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I the burger thing is funny. Yeah, I could listen to talk all day, and it's like. And but that's the thing. I only like those two. I don't like everybody else. Bruce Willis in a weird gimp dungeon. That's so good, though. No spoilers. No spoilers. But it's like, it's it's Tarantino at his most twisted before he had, like, really had the budget to to do what he does now. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, it was one of his first. Was it his first or one of his first? No, it was like third or fourth. I think it was the third one. No, because it was. Was Kill Bill? No, Reservoir Dogs. No, 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 Kill Bill was quite. It was Reservoir Dogs. Then it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah, that then makes sense. Called, yeah. Yeah. Then it was Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so he got off to a pretty yeah. pretty crap but, start with Reservoir Dogs. Pulp Fiction feels like the film that he hinted at making Reservoir Dogs. Because I, I love Reservoir Dogs. It's terrible. What? It's so boring. Oh, my God. Okay, look, I take it back then. You will not like Pulp Fiction. I might do, though. Well, I like yeah, Inglourious Basterds. You need to watch it because it's one of those films that is like on everyone's greatest yeah, all exactly. time. And it, and it does do a lot of stuff that had never really been done before or hadn't been done successfully before. So I agree it's good in that sense. I yeah, and that's, I think that's why Reservoir Dogs as well is held in such high regard because there wasn't a film like it at the time. Yeah, And it, it has shaped so many films since and I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it was so, so boring. And like... I just thought so much of itself. Yeah, it really did my head in. Tarantino is one of those where like he is pretentious, but it's, oh, it's, so it's, it's up to you whether or not you give into it or not. And some films have made me like the just ridiculous amounts of gore in Kill Bill. I so, loved it. I, I haven't seen Kill Bill. Oh, yet. it's I'm, so good. It's my next one to watch. And yeah, the the plot and just pure tension in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. yeah. So if it's more like that, Pulp Fiction, I'll be down. Yeah, I'd say there is ten- there is tension in Pulp Fiction because it, it, it's it's that thing of like it, it's planting the seeds and then it, it's sort of showing you. It shows you where it, where the film's going before it shows you how they got there, and it's it's just it's similar to uh, Reservoir Dogs. It's classic Tarantino. Yeah, and it's is the Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. It, it it it's the most Tarantino. Of That's the ever been Tarantined. Yeah. yeah, but for the uh, for the Desert Island thing, I think it'd be a good film for yeah. um, make you think about something else because a lot of a lot of what. Um, Samuel Jackson and John Ford were talking about is like like questions of like morality and mm. life. Just 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 generally just talking about life. So I think that'd be a nice way to transport yourself to a different place. A different place. It's not a desert island. It's not a desert island. That's so, fair. So not castaway is your film then. Not castaway. Oh, I imagine. Do you know what? Castaway actually came up. Well, I put this I put this to uh, people on Facebook and you you replied in your threes. Four. <laughs> Four. Four. What the heckens? We've had a fourth since we've been recording beautiful and uh yeah hot fuzz came up yes nice um, vindication vindication and yeah castaways come up I'll, I'll go through the rest at the end yeah but uh yeah castaways good it's one i've wanted to revisit because yeah, uh, Gump, yeah well i mean you can watch both <laughs> forest confusion yeah. tom hanks what Tom a legend. Yeah. What a legend. Like it shouldn't take, oh. You shouldn't take Castaway onto Desert Island. It's like just a pressure. Yeah. Like, would. Like, why would you want Maybe to, it's why like a nice survival guide. Like taking a Bear Grylls film. Exactly. But like <laughs> with an actual interesting person, not Bear oh. I mean, Just Tom kidding, Hanks Bear. You're, you're, you're a legend, Bear, if you're listening. Um, and, and I think we know he is. Of course he is. We're keeping him company right now while he's like stranded in some desert island he's taken this podcast he's taken the desert island podcast to a desert island just for a laugh <laughs> just to prove that he can before it's been recorded that's <laughs> that's the most bad girls thing ever isn't it really? yeah he knows what we're doing ahead of time yeah, he's like sucking moisture out of rocks just listening to us rant about Paul fiction yeah or somehow end up ranting about like the hateful eight it's and guardians film. of the galaxy it's so it's so like no, 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 it, oh, <laughs> it wasn't. Right. I, I regret everything. I regret everything. Gorgeous, you're up. Kingsman, The Ooh, Secret Service. Okay. Just pure entertainment in a film. Like, from start to finish, it's just genius. And, like, I could just watch the church scene on replay. Replay? On replay, <laughs> like, <laughs> non-stop until the end of time. Yeah, it was a bit of both. I'm trying it out. Uh, but, no, that church scene. Oh, I just like watching. Jim, sorry. So you sound like Jimmy Carter. Know, yeah. Another... Uh, listener of the podcast I'm sure <laughs> yeah. um, the podcast of the stars yes that's what we are um, but yeah Kingsman is just 
it's just great fun. And Colin Firth, what a man. What a man. Colin Firth and Taron Egerton are a great team. It's a team I never thought would work. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, this just looks like your bang average action yeah. film, like your bang average rags to riches, as they say. Uh, but it's oh, it's just such a unique film. The action in it is just ridiculous, and I love it for that. It's never been able to grab me, though. Oh, it's, a, it's such a stylish film. So, I don't understand how, how you can't so go I, on with it. I was with you because, like I say, when I watched the first of the trailer for it, I thought, oh, look, another bog-standard action film. And the, like, the action here, to be fair, is really well done, like really well yeah. choreographed and everything. There's something about it. Like I think it's one of those things where when, when people tell you this thing's amazing and then you, you watch it months later, you're, like, yeah. you're looking for it too much. Whereas I think... Cause, like This it, would be me with Pulp Fiction, I'm sure. Yeah, it will be. This was the reverse of me with House and Shaw. I was oh, no, not Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, I thought we'd got through uh, a podcast without Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh my! God. I love that God. film. I, I I wake up at night screaming <laughs> Black Superman. Seeing Jason, <laughs> seeing Jason Statham's face. Yeah. Um. He's from near me, Jason Statham. I know he is. Yeah. Yeah, Buxton. Oh, I've just. And I, you I know, can't as you can tell from Nathan's accent, everyone sounds like Jason Statham around there. You know. What, Every, what accent is that exactly? Well, oh, you know what I mean, mate. I'm from <laughs> Chesterfield, lad. Like, what, where does that's his voice is clearly? Nah, that's, that's way more gruff than I've ever sounded in my life. No, I'm, I'm saying Jason Statham okay. is putting on his voice. <laughs> right, okay. I'm, I'm saying he's not got a Derbyshire accent. No, he hasn't. No. I'm not, you know. To be fair, this isn't slander. But to be fair, I'm sure it is his voice. If you were from like from Derbyshire and then you earned the money to leave Derbyshire, would you, you would. would you then cut ties with Derbyshire? Yes, I think I would. Wow, okay. Hold that to you when you apply for a job in Derbyshire. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be listening through this one like... Yeah. Ah. yeah, just don't put this on your CV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry, this is going nowhere near my CV. Yes. <laughs> it's on mine. Really? Yeah. What, what you host a podcast? Yeah, it got me my podcast job down at... Um, the Wait, I'll probably put on that like that I'm on a podcast, but I'll just say it doesn't exist anymore. Don't look for it. Don't look for it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't look for it unless you want to hear like yeah. three lads angrily shout about Tarantino yeah. for twenty minutes. Yeah, Kingsman is good. <laughs> I would take good. you with me. Uh, Kingsman, it's is one good. of my favorite films. It is an excellent shout. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I, like, I strongly believe it's a me issue with Kingsman. It is definitely. Yeah. Issue. And <laughs> let's get this straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault. You're gonna send me to that island, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send with him Arthur, with Arthur, Kingsman. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you send me there with Kingsman. And, and it's going to be like a clockwork orange situation. <laughs> your eyes, eyelids are going to be taped open. You, you will watch it until you enjoy it. Until you get it on letterbox, at least four and a half stars. You're not leaving that island. It seems unlikely, mate. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> Just look at Colin Firth in a suit. I do like Colin Firth as well. I do like Miss With Colin his Firth. glasses, his super cool glasses. Oh, and the... Oh, the pub scene as well oh, oh yeah, when he locks the door marriage. when he does that you're like okay right like, here we go on. boys we're ready and he swings the pint glass I'm not oh, gonna lie. God, Colin, genius Colin Firth is an action hero he's something I never I never happened. that was another thing that put me off I was like what Colin, Colin Firth, Firth the guy from Mamma Mia is <laughs> if you watch him in Mamma Mia diary yeah actually is a spot the king's speech it's like <laughs> so, you're not really talking you know James Bond but it might have it a Hugh Grant in the next one or something to be fair, Hugh Grant is a pretty cool guy. Was he an action hero, though? We'll find out. They did it we'll with Colin Firth. Yeah. That's true. Who the knows? gentleman. They did it with Will Smith, and he was in Hitch. It's true, but, yeah, but I feel like Will Smith always had like had that about him where you think he probably could. Colin did Firth he? was a bit out of Did he? Field. Fresh Prince Will Smith was a skinny dweeb. 
Yeah, but he's a cool dude. Yeah, true. Yeah. Whereas Colin Firth. Also, what's wrong with being a skinny dweeb? Nothing. I, I, why are you, getting, why are you getting so offended, Nathan? No reason. Just, just I'm just. <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of other skinny dweebs. That's fair. That's always nice to Not represent. Not yourself, obviously. No, no, no. Because no. you're, yeah. you're built, aren't you, mate? Yeah. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always carrying carpets yeah. under my arms. Why? <laughs> that seems so inconvenient. No, it's That's the Trying to get through doors. I'm building his muscles. <laughs> these, these carpets. Yeah, but I feel like you could lift all the stuff that you could also walk through doors with. What, like? I know, weights, maybe. <laughs> Dumbbells. <laughs> Sorry, what? With what? Dumbbells. Dumbbells. Never heard of them. Never I think there's right. only one being dumbbells. Yeah. So it's, it? it's dumbbells, isn't it? Dumbbell. Dumbbells. A dumbbell. A dumbbell. I don't know. Do you, do you take the silent B from dumb? Or do you take the hard B uh, from B? I think B? it's pronounced Dumbbowie. <laughs> it's Dumbbowie. Zoe Dumbbowie. <laughs> she doesn't exist. <laughs> well, I'm Why sure there is a Zoe Bowie out there. Oh, Facebook right, says there right, is anyway. Right. But Why? Why is this podcast making me look like the normal one? It, it was bound to happen eventually. Mm, well, I didn't actually see it coming myself. Yeah, uh, what's your final film? Is this going to derail you? No, it's not. So, right, I've, I've thought long and hard about this in the last 20 minutes. And because yep. I couldn't decide on my final film coming into this. It was a toss-up between, like, do I do something serious like Shutter Island, which I absolutely adore. I think that film's great. Um, do I do something like The Departed, which is another excellent film, something like Snatch, that kind of, like, gritty. Snatch is um, good. Snatch is a great film. Yeah. Lockstock's a brilliant film. Do I go down that kind of like... Locks, now, now you're talking. You know what I mean? But do yeah. I go down that route of the kind of like, right, let's do something a bit more gritty. Because like, like you're saying, George, not always in the mood for a comedy. But my logic is I'm going to need my mood improving when I'm on a desert island. Yes. Yep. So mm-hmm. my third film is Back to the Future. It's, it's interesting. It's, a great it's interesting film. that you've called it a comedy as well. It's like... It's one of those, it's I haven't a, seen it, but it seems like one that's tough to tie down to a genre. It seems yeah, like exactly. its own film. It is very its much its own thing. But it is funny, like, yeah. throughout the entire film. And Martin McFly is great in it, obviously. The Michael J. Fox, sorry, playing Martin McFly is great. Um, oh, Christopher so Lloyd is Marty, Marty Busted is good as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, what other film could get away with him snogging his mom when he's 18? What film is this? Yeah, no, that's why. Uh, no, no, trust me, that, that is Back to the Future. Yeah, that's Back to the Future. That's why they struggled to pitch it to so many things because they were like, right. So the climax of the film, he snogs his mom and then his dad punches him and gets with gets with his mom and they're like, hang on, what? Just like, blah, 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 blah. how are we going to make that not creepy? And yet it does manage to make it not creepy. Oh no, it's one hundred percent creepy. Yeah, but it, it's creepy. Here we go. Chris has exposed himself now <laughs> by not finding that creepy. But, but, but it was this thing called the eighties. No, no, no. Yeah, different time. Out, it's creepy. Seventies. No, it was the 80s. It's, the, 80s. Five, it's yeah. the 80s film, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like the, the highlight. But it's creepy, but it's not like... It toes that line of being, you know it's weird, but it's not like... You don't feel cringy watching it. it, it it's creepy in the way that some like some of like the scenes in the original Star Wars trilogy are a bit creepy now. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like like, like when he's hitting on his sister and it's like... Or there's like just... Oh, kisses or, or just Or Han Solo all the time. Yeah, yeah. Han Solo these days would just be... Cancelled. He'd be cancelled, yeah. cultured instantly. Yeah, it, it, it was a simpler. Probably it, 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 it was a different time. Yeah, don't say a simpler time. Yeah, yes, I mean. yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah that, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, but it, it was I, a simpler time for misogynists. Yeah, it, what yeah, I like is yeah. the. It, it, it's like a. It's one of those films, especially because they spend so much time like harking back and being like, "This is what it was like in the fifties from an eighties point of view." And I feel that kind of like escapism is quite nice and almost timeless, which would be quite good on a desert island. And that's true, and you did know the eighties very well. I did, obviously, because I was around since the beginning of time. Mm. You I are the more. doctor. I am. It's true. It's why I'm wearing a tie today. 
Um, anyway, Nate Dog, you're up. You always wear a tie. Not always. Not always. I've seen that open collar. Well, you're, you're Sometimes. Open. Unfortunately, the you're listeners haven't. Thought. Sometimes, Nate Dog, I wear a t-shirt. That's too far, mate. Grow up. I know. Oh, my God. You don't want to be like me and Nathan. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Aim higher. I'm a close mouth. Chris, tell me, is it a V-neck? <laughs> oh, no. I do own a V-neck t-shirt. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'm out. Right, go on. What's your, what's your third film? Uh, my it, last one is... Don't try and change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about this V-neck. <laughs> no, my last one's also not all that surprising, if you know anything about me, but uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, boy. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. For... Well, for two reasons. One, I think it's one of the most successful films ever of just completely taking you away to a different world. Mm. I mean, technically it's the same world, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 But, you know, it, it fully immerses you and every shot in that film is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I feel like Roger Deakins was just let loose on yeah, that. Yeah, he, he had a way all the time. Like, yeah. every, like, I think I said to you earlier, like, every, every single shot in that film could have been the poster. Mm. It's just, it's beautiful. The, I the watched the second super... half of that film whilst drunk. And that's God. my only experience of that film. So as far as I can see, it's Harrison Ford going, Ugh! and Ryan Gosling looking in pain. That's well off the mark, but also yeah. fair enough. When, when, um, when you have the context of the pain. Right. Yeah, because so Harrison I Ford... Like the car chase at the end. Yeah. Pretty much, that's all I got. Oh, uh, oh yeah, there's, yeah, you missed a lot. Okay. You yeah. missed basically everything. Yeah, basically everything. Yeah. Do I need yeah. to watch Blade Runner 1? No, um, no, not really. Only for like the for the full effect, I'd say, yeah. Oh, for yeah, there's one well, scene where a certain character yeah, comes back, and if you haven't seen the first one, you'd be like, "Who it is?" But a, a lot of the themes that it goes for are very much just within itself. Yeah, it's 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 really good because it honors the first one incredibly well. Yeah, in my opinion, it improves it. And it improves, yeah, it yeah. improves on that. Like, and it'll never be as influential as the first one, but I think like from a plot point of view, it's leaps ahead it's, it's genius yeah because it, it plays with the uh, the chosen one sort of narrative as well oh yeah oh, it completely rips it well. up it's yeah, genius say, like it, it, I wouldn't even say it's a twist so much but like I suppose it kind of is like you, you, but like, you do not know that's coming yeah like the film just drills it into you that one thing's going to happen and it, it seems so certain but then it just pulls it out from under you and it's it's done really well I do want to watch that yeah. film to be fair and, and the second reason I would take it to a desert island is because if you're on a desert island you want to watch something where you think maybe where I am isn't quite as shit fair that's a good point <laughs> yeah it's a good point yeah the performances in that are just ridiculous oh, yeah. so I can't no one got nominated for anything no, no which I, is I, I was surprised it's by ridiculous. Ryan Gosling because it, it's like it's very restrained because obviously he's a, he's a replicant it tells you that from the start but when he when he eventually lets loose with a bit of emotion it's really really impactful like when he like slams the table and yeah. I was going to slam the table in real life but then I thought yeah please don't this no. is expensive equipment yeah come on, man. Um, yeah Anna de as well he's just incredible yeah, in uh, that say all like have a weird thing which say that out of context but possibly the best sex scene ever yeah, like, actually, uh, yes. Uh, it, it sounds creepy. Yeah, Chris those, is looking like, sceptical. Um, like, I, I say bare minimum is the most creative one. Oh, is that because everything is bare? Well, actually, it actually has a purpose <laughs> yeah, rather than yeah, just like oh, the male right, gaze. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. that's new. It's, it adds such a deep layer to the story yeah. and the world as well. Yeah, um, yeah, the world's really fleshed out. Like, there's, there's yeah, you see what like, you did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there's just like little things that you don't, Think of, like you don't think about it, but then when it shows it to you that like that in a world with this much technology, it shows you this is happening. It makes perfect sense straight away. Like yeah, people would take it there. And it has, I, I wrote this in an article for Culture Vulture. Just checking out. Um, <laughs> link in the description. It probably won't be. I'll forget. It, it, it seems unlikely again. Um, <laughs> but it has one of the best love stories in any film, 
and it's yeah. between two non people. Yeah, it's, like, it's just say it, it's it, it feels so genuine as well. So yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, Harrison Ford is is on on point as well. So what you got, George, or is it Blade? I can tell Chris is bored. We're moving on. Yeah. Uh, Hot Rod, <laughs> in a similar vein to Blade Runner twenty forty nine, a masterpiece. Uh, the Lonely Island at their very best. Yep. Um, yeah. Again, like I, you said, I, Chris. I haven't seen this film, so. Oh, I'm, it's I'm it's just it's ridiculous. Is it is it the it's, one with Andy Samberg? Yeah, Lonely, yeah, Lonely Island, Island crew. Yeah. It's, it's directed by um, with the one of them. Jack Sparrow song, because that's all I know of. Yeah, it doesn't have that song uh, in. Do you know what? I've seen this actually. I just looked it up and I've actually seen this. Sorry. It's it's genius though. It's so dumb. It's like one of those dumb comedies. I don't know, George. Thirty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes says differently. Oh, dodgeball as well. Yeah. What about the audience ball? score? What on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. It's loaded. Bad. Anyway, oh, I'm not saying this is a good film. Sixty four. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but like you were saying, you want a comedy if you're on stranded on Ireland, and this one just it just gets me. I love the Lonely Island; they're so funny. Andy Sambo is probably my favourite comedic actor. Oh, he's so good. He's Bro- just I mean, genius, exactly. And he's he just gets to go to town on this one, and you just got a great cast of like comedic talent. Like I say, you got Andy Sambo obviously leading it, but you get Will Arnett in there as an absolute dick, <laughs> and he's really funny with it. Uh, Isla Fisher as well um, and that guy from that thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he was good in that he, he was alright in that actually yeah, yeah. no he's yeah, actually I, he's I, actually I preferred, in, I preferred him in that other one though he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine right he's the lawyer he's Eva Longoria's boss who is found to be doing cocaine by Jake Peralta oh Peralta Jake Peralta Oh, why would you do that to me? So I'll leave you with that. Uh, and but it's, yeah, it's just a pure, pure comedy, um, and I love it. Fair. Honorable mentions quick because Chris has places to go, and people to see. To Who's what you want to start off? What, what are we doing? One or two each? Uh, we could just go ahead and do one or two. Yeah. Yeah. You start us off, Nathan, because I need to think of mine. Honorable mentions. I mean, something like the first Avengers. Avengers, not Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. Avengers. Or the first Avenger, which you know no, you agree no. is a top quality no. film. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean it's fine. But yeah, I'll take like, that. No, the, the yeah the first Avengers, um, again purely for that nostalgia factor mm. makes me happy. Shawshank Redemption, yeah, no, like sure. classic. Uh, Zodiac, would have been there for me. That love that film. Love it's that. meant to be really good, but it yeah, seems a weird good. one to take to good. a desert island. But yeah, we know. I'm a weird guy. There we go, like Bong Joon Ho. I love that. And on that bombshell. Yeah, I love that from Bong Joon Ho. Like someone asked him, like, how Parasite's got such a complex, weird story. What, what was the inspiration? He's like, because I'm a fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. I've got so many like honourable mentions. Like, there's Monty Python Life of Brian, which is a great. Still need to watch that. Yeah. Uh, You got Dodgeball, which I love. Hobbs and Shaw, obviously. Oh my god! Obviously, it says. Obviously, how there are millions of films in the world. But like, there's more serious ones like I was saying earlier, like Shutter Island, Snatch, Lockstock, um, The Departed is great. Quick and the Dead is a great cowboy film, which nobody has seen and is absolute. Was it Departed? Departed. Departed. Quick and the Dead. Great film. Yeah. Departed is great. Yeah, deal with it. Wasn't any Scorsese film in all honesty? Wasn't big on the ending. Oh yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. If you're there for me. Wolf of Wall Street's great. Um, even what's the one in like Wild West one that he does Gangs of New York that's a great film 
Yeah. It's a mint yeah. film. Like all Scorsese films are great. Chris Nolan films as well. Inception. Mint film. See, as it like, I think. I st- love st- starving on a desert island. You wouldn't have the brain power to work that out. No. I watched that film three times. I still don't know if I get it. No, but that's why I picked the funny films, not necessarily the serious films. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm the same. Like uh, the nice guys. The nice guys. Oh, no, is, that the, is that the Ryan Gosling? Quality. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Gosling. Is, any Ryan Gosling film, yeah. in all honesty, I'll take La La with Land. me. Yeah, La La Land is good. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, he's brilliant in that. He's so funny. Good actor. Underrated. In- Incredible. Yeah, say. Drive. Oh, that would be an honourable mention as well. Nah, boring. What was the oh, one he was in? Gangster <laughs> Squad with Josh Brolin. That's good. That's actually pretty good. He got he got slammed by critics, but that's actually good. Men in Black Three is a mint film. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> we've got a Josh Brolin stand in the house because I love I'm Josh Brolin. Same. He's just a top guy. I just love him. Deadpool Two is saved by that man. I actually agree with Josh Brolin in that film. I haven't seen it, but Sicario Two is also saved by that man. I love Josh Brolin. And uh, the universe was saved by Josh Brolin in Infinity War before the Avengers ruined it again. True. Yeah. <sighs> Climate change was eradicated in one. Yeah. Fell swoop. Exactly. One fell click. Right, have you got the audience participation, Nate Dog? I, I have. As our social media guru. Oof, guru's a very strong You're word. a definite guru, mate. Okay. Anyone taking uh, The Love Guru as their film? No. <laughs> no. no. One of the no. lowest rated um, films of all time. No. See, I have all the power here because I actually know who all these four, like, all four of these people are. Fair. Oh, friend. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the friends, okay, guys? They're, they're real. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that I wouldn't know. Phone. Yeah. George Gillies, my old uni friend, has gone for... Nice name. Yeah, that's it. Like looks like it's spelled Giles, isn't Gillies? Oh, I meant like George. I meant yeah. George. George is another. I, I know you meant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> righty <there>. then. <laughs> uh, he went. I don't think he watches films. Castaway, so fair. Lord of the Flies and King Kong. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a it's, weird like, diagram. To well, what he's gone for here is ones that are on a desert island that's or true. in a deserted fair, place. He is from Liverpool, so he actually knows what it's like to live in there. Oh wow! You can say that as a Liverpool fan, I guess. I can, yeah, yeah. I can. This well, is yeah. You've mugged off Derbyshire and Liverpool. I feel like we're not going to have many fans yeah. left after this. As, as someone from Derbyshire who supports Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Derrick, Dezo, as I call him. Yeah, that's, that's true. He's my friend. That's cool. Cool. Um, I think he's still angry from our Star Wars ranking. Mm-hmm. He's put Rogue One brackets still fuming. It's trash. You can have what you want. You can take what films you like, mate. Uh, but... You can, but it's still bad. <laughs> you went Spirited Away. Okay, weird. Yeah, Harsh. Like, Loads like... of people love that film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not an anime fan myself, but so I haven't watched it. Cause they, they put all the the studio Ghibli on Netflix, and I watched um, My Neighbor Totoro. Like, that's that's good. I mean, weird. It's not the kind of thing I'd pick, but fair. Yeah. And he also went Hot Fuzz. He was going. Like, yes! Yeah. Top top shout. Uh, Mark from work. He went. He went... <sighs> Is that his name? That's a, yeah. Is that a double barrel surname? Yeah, I was, it is. I, you know what, I was surprised when I, when I did my first shift and I was like, so your name's Mark? And your surname's from work. <laughs> so so if, you, if you have to clarify further for other people that know Mark's so from work, he's Mark from work, from... Yeah. 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 No With the right. emphasis in the eyebrow rose. Yeah. <laughs> from work. <laughs> from work. Uh, he's gone for Memento, which I will see. Yeah, I'm the same. That, yeah, yeah I need to watch like, it. Because that, that's a film that I know, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah, well, it's but, a Nolan film. Isn't it, so. Yeah, exactly. I love Nolan. Cloud Atlas. Now is Cloud Atlas right? Cloud Atlas is the weird one with like six different timelines all happening at once. Is that the one with Tom Hanks? In? Yes. Because for some reason I always get that mixed up with the Tom Cruise one that's also kind of set in like a sky. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Like Edge of Tomorrow is sick. I have not seen Edge of Tomorrow. It's really good. I've seen Edge of I'm Tomorrow. I haven't seen this. Oblivion is not. Is that the Matt Damon? It's, 
No, that's Tom Cruise as well. Isn't it like a weird kind of sequel, not sequel thing? I think the Matt Damon's called like Elysium or something like that. That is trash. That looks trash. No, it's bad. I went to the cinema to watch it. Unlucky. Mad Damon. And a Chinese ghost story, which I've got no idea what that is. Me neither. No. Maybe it's just a scary story that he tells To be fair, I noticed how we've not put any horror films on this list. God, no. That's because we're all terrified. Yeah, I don't like horror films. And last of all, see... This is also a guy I used to work with, and he know you can tell he knows his films. Just, just from the, the very like the very first one, Star Wars: Empire, the Empire, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, words. I mean, we this was like our second favorite. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, yeah, mad respect for that film. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse Now, Redux. Oh, I've been told. Apocalypse I still need now to watch amazing. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah. I've, Abby I've, keeps telling me to watch like, it. Yeah. I've seen like half of it. And I really enjoyed it, and I just never finished it for some reason. You just you watch the second half of Tropic Thunder instead, and it was like yeah, a really yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a weird <laughs> twist in the middle. Imagine that. <laughs> and he's also said George A. Rome, Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Ah, oh, oh, so okay. not Shaun yeah. of the Dead, not but sure it's dead. inspiration. See, he's also getting very specific with it. 1978 Argento cut. He's a man that, yeah, he's a man that. That's knows. fair. He knows his films. He knows yeah, his if films. I if I ever watch a film, I'll go for that one then. Yeah. There you go. I mean, to be to be fair, like you can you can do that with the uh, New Hope because there's about seven different versions of that film. Oh, uh, the original Blade Runner is the same. Yeah. Oh, there's like 50 different Blade yeah. Runners. Yeah. yeah. Go for the one without uh, voiceover. Yeah. Which is the director's yeah. cut? No. The, the non-director's cut. Non-di- is it like the final director's court or something? Final like? director's court, yeah. It wasn't one. the one that was released in cinemas. It's, it's whichever one I've got on DVD. Because that, that one, feels yeah, the most, it's one that feels the most complete. Oh, for sure. Actually, no, no. I think the, I think the director's court has got the voiceover on. Yeah, the final doesn't, though. Yeah. I think yeah. The one, the, the one, so we, so we look back at it and went, now nah, I'm not happy with this. Oh, yeah, he's changed it. Ridley lot. Scott, but yeah. Like, he, he, Ridley Scott. It, it Ridley changed, Scott's been it, at war with, like, um, what's his name? Harrison Ford about it for, like, forever. Yeah, it, 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 it changes a lot of what the film's trying to say. Like you could go into the second one having completely different ideas about certain things based on which cut you watch. Doesn't it just um, like basically get rid of any kind of nuance, and it just lays on stuff that it leaves yeah, ambiguous? It, yeah, because like a lot of it's because there isn't a lot like there isn't a lot that's obvious that's happening like character wise. A lot of it's very internal, mm. whereas the voiceover is literally telling you what he's thinking. Whereas the whole point of the film is that that's happening in the background. Yeah. And then something happens at the end that I won't spoil. It's weird, it's weird that we spoiled Endgame blatantly, but Blade Runner from... Yeah, it's because you know I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, then then something happens to him at the end that, without the voiceover, feels much more like a big reveal, whereas with the voiceover, it just kills it. Fair enough. Well... There are three then. Well, and nine. Oh, nine. Are we doing any quick fire questions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's going to be the recipient? You, because you're host. Fair. So it's me, don't have to think of any of them. Unprepared questions for unprepared people. And George, you were prepared because you asked us. You were more prepared than me. I forgot what we were doing. I'm ready. You're ready. So if you had to pick a film based in America as the only film you could watch for the rest of time, what would it be? So, so specific. That is that is specific. Now I'm trying to think. We're either in my three set in America. What were my three? No, one's in Tokyo, one's in London, and one's in America. Hot Rod. But I'm thinking now, nice guys. Nice guys. I wouldn't want Hot Rod to be my only film. Yeah. That's the thing. 
Hot Rod's a nice change of pace for the other ones, but if I could watch any American film for the rest of the time, nice guys, hands okay. down. Fair. So, uh, this is stolen from a question that I heard on the Empire podcast because I've been smashing away through those. Yep, yep, that's fair. But we recommend. Would recommend very much. Big time. I'd like the idea that we feed people onto the Empire podcast rather than the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they need I mean, the audience. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They do. They work hard, unlike <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They do. There's, there's, I think there's is something they call planned. What you mean, professional? No, that's not it. With interviews? Question? Yeah. Yeah. No, couldn't imagine. The people don't yeah. say punctuation on that, I imagine. Really? Question mark? Exclamation mark? Thanks, <laughs> D-Face. Well, this is ridiculous already. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could recast... We'll go with one of the films that are on your Desert Island list. Mm. But with one character that's like... Switcherood. Yeah, that's already in it. Oh. That's tough because it, they're all perfect casting, like Lost in Translation. You don't have that film without Bill Worry. And, and Scarlett Hansen's amazing. She's 18 in that film. Ridiculous. Andy Samberg's Andy Samberg. Yeah, you can't replace Andy Samberg. And Taron Egerton does such a great job in like his first film. Colin Firth makes that film. Mm-hmm. And I, Mark Strong's great in that film as well. Mark Strong, you're not getting him out. So can it, does it have to be a lead character or can it be anyone? I feel like it should be a lead character. Um, it, depends, it depends what you're going to do. Because if you're going to take out like random character A and put in like Will Smith, then... <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Um... <laughs> No, no, no it's, up to you. it's up to you. I feel like I'd swap Taron Egerton for Tom Holland. No. <laughs> why is why is everyone's obsession with Tom Holland? He's a lovely guy. But He's a nice guy, but doesn't need to be in every film. No, I wouldn't stop Taron Egerton. I'd swap Samuel L. Jackson because he's okay. funny in that film. Hmm. But. You know, he's yeah, Samuel oh, Jackson. He's villain, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah but you can tell it's Samuel L. Jackson. Kind of takes you out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who'd be funny to add in there, though? That's a good question. Denzel Washington for a while. He's a really serious actor there. He's like a really campy villain, isn't he? Yeah, he's no, but that's like, what I mean. Uh, imagine Denzel you Washington. You are so funny. But imagine Denzel Washington actually having to have fun with a role for a change. That's true. I'm going with Denzel. I thought Jim Carrey would do a job there. Ugh. Oh, my He'd God. He'd do a terrible job. I'm glad you're not a casting director. <laughs> my God. How about... Kerbal, Emma Thompson. No. <laughs> <laughs> As a megalomaniac millionaire. Oh, how about this, right? The wom- the woman with blades on her feet. Have that as Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. <laughs> so easy answer. Why, why did it even take me that long? <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think we're going to improve on that. Yeah, so. of, of all my criticisms of that, of that film, the one thing that really stuck out to me when I first watched it, I was like, that should have been... <laughs> <laughs> Flying through the air. <laughs> I should just be like, but sir! <laughs> oh, and then you could have him survive and have him in the second film and say Colin's alive. Oh, I love it. Sorry, anyway. I enjoyed <laughs> that it. one went over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you not seen oh, no, mind. Never mind. No, I've seen him on Nevermind the Buzzcocks, I think that's People it. People above the age of 31. Oh, they should, they should bring that back. They really back. should. Yeah. Why is it cancelled? So good. So, yeah, make sure to drop us a like, leave us a comment. Get tweeting, hashtag bring back, never mind the buzzcocks. Yep. And uh, check out next week's podcast, which will be good, whatever the subject, which is TBC is gone for the meta play outro. If you don't get that, check out the previous podcast. We've plugged the previous podcast that many times. If it doesn't, if we don't get at least one more listener, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> But anyway, thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.